Yep. Three, two, one. All right, welcome to the Afro Taku Podcast, episode 50. I am your host, Mr. Good Guy, a.k.a. MGG, and I'm joined here by my co-host, who will introduce himself starting right now. What's good? It's Jugger. What up, what up, what up? I am Gramps. And I don't know if y'all noticed that right. like, this man definitely forgot his name for a second. <laughs> I definitely did. 100% did. I was hoping they wouldn't have caught that, but hey. Nah, bro. It is what it is. All right, let's jump right into story time. All right, so um, I guess I got story time since it's been a hot little minute uh, with me and a lot has been going on. Well, for starters, I know, um, yeah, I definitely just had a, a little one. Y'all can probably hear her crying in the background. So <laughs> shout up, out. Congratulations. Shout out enjoy my life, but this story is not about her. This story is about <laughs> how I took an L last week, Uh-oh. exactly one week from now. So, um, a couple weeks ago, I was basically uh, pretty damn sick or whatever out of nowhere. My wife got me sick, so I'm going to have to throw her in the bus for a bit. Um, and um, so I, I took, uh, you know, one day off of work or whatever, came back, and I was like, yo, I'm still feeling a bit sick, but mm-hmm. I think I, I think I got enough energy uh, to push this day out before I uh, drive to Virginia Beach. So, okay. um so I'm at work, still kind of feeling like crap or whatever. The day mostly goes by, and um, there's not too much craziness going on. Uh, nighttime comes by, and um, you know everybody starts going starts going to bed or whatever. I'm still feeling uh, a bit groggy, and um, next thing you know, so just so you know, in our, in our line of work, you can get a call at any time of the day. You can be in, in the dead in the middle of the night. You hear that? You see that red light going? You hear that uh, that loud siren? It's time to go out, whether it's a fire, whether it's somebody to simply cut their leg, whether it's, you know, whatever. You're going out there and, and doing work. And uh, typically, you know, whenever um, everything goes off and everybody's in the bed, I, I hop my big ass up and I'm almost trucking everybody trying to get mm-hmm. to the door. And I'm <laughs> typically one of the first people outside the, uh, outside the uh, door hopping into the truck. In this case, mm-hmm. all I remember is, um, you know, I see a bit of the red lights. And I can hear the uh, the chatting um, over the mic over the um, the siren and everything, and, and it's saying like the address or whatever. So I'm like, oh, let's go. And I do okay. my typical stuff. How about the bed? And I'm running toward the truck. This time though, I can already hear the truck running, no. and I'm hearing it already taking off. Room. I'm like, huh? Oh no! So I open the door and look out. Everybody's already driving off. I'm like, no. How? Th- for, first of all. At what point of me waking up did everybody just suddenly disappear and already appear in the truck and already dri- and are already driving off? And two, mm-hmm. why the heck did I just get left? Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm sitting inside the station, just sitting there steaming, like, how the heck did this, did this just happen to me? Should I hop in my car and take off? And mind you, this is the Fourth of July. Well, mm-hmm. this is the Fifth of July <laughs> since the date the Fourth of July had just passed yeah, uh, yeah. from the day previous, mm-hmm. so you can expect that you know people are blowing their hands off all over the place and right, right. setting stuff on fire. In this case, right, it right. was a uh, garbage can fire or a dumpster fire, and I'm like, oh man, I just missed this. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, I, I wasn't uh, wasn't too much of a happy camper. So um, they finally get back or whatever, and they're saying, yo, man. Um, so we hopped up in the truck and we saw that you weren't there. We sent Buddy back there to come and wake you up. He was tapping on your foot and everything, and you were not moving. You were you were like a stone. Oh, I was like, me, Ooh, me. <laughs> they were like, yeah, bro. So we said, Barbara, we we just had to uh, leave without you because we couldn't take this in. We couldn't uh, let everybody beat us to the call since it was only like oh. three minutes away from us. I'm oh, like, this is some bullshit. 
So I'm guessing what happened was, you know, the call went out. Everybody, you know, hop out the bed or whatever, ran toward the truck. Um, the other guy, that's uh, the other firefighter, he was yelling at them, asking, "Who the fuck is Marcus?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm nowhere to be seen. They were like, "Yo, start start throwing his truck, start throwing his stuff out the truck just in case or whatever," because you know, we basically hang all of our gear on the outside of the truck or whatever. You can't exactly oh. just ride down the street going to 80 miles an hour with all of the gear uh, wow. hanging out in the door wide open. So you got to toss my stuff down on the ground and, and start making those moves. But they actually sent one guy up in there to tap on me. I wasn't moving, so he said, bumping me. I tried my best. He had to he had to be in the truck, and they rode <laughs> off. Somehow, after him tapping me on the leg, and at some point with them getting ready to leave, something woke me up. I don't know what the heck woke me up, but, you know, I hopped out and just happened to have been hitting the door as they were already driving out. And uh, oh, wow. that was not that was not a good day. I definitely took a major ill. And you were sick, bro. Say, I got caught sleeping. You were sick, bro. So, I mean, moral of the story, oh, don't get caught sleeping, and do not try to push through sickness when you're working. Facts it, will, it will mess you up. Right. Yo, facts up. 100%. Right. I mean, what could have been, low-key, could have been worse if you are actually, like, on the job and it was hitting you some kind of way, too. So, everything's happens for a reason. Yeah, At least how I'm thinking about it, so. Yeah, yeah. that is true. I mean, heck, we could have probably walked into a burning building and I messed around and passed out from the sickness fall, we know. All right. And they would have had to carry my big 280-pound ass out the building. <laughs> wow! Well, all right. All right. Well, I guess we can hop right into um, what was next? Decent news. So, uh, I'll let you kick it off, uh, Juggle, with the Kyoto animation. Oh, sure. Um, it's pretty, I just pretty much wanted to give some big ups and uh, good looking out Kyoto animation. Uh, congrats on being back up and running since the tragic fire of 2019. Um, pretty much they started back out. I think their first one of the season was um, Kobayashi uh, Dragon Maid season two, which um, I watched. I'm not going to lie. The show itself is like, it's like, you know, it's not heavy plot based. Not really. It's like a pretty kind of touchy um, what, what would you call it? It's not even like a rom-com, really. But it's like it touches on rom-com, but like touches the supernatural. But the animation that they just like randomly low-key put in as far as like fight scenes and magic is mad decent. And they definitely came in with the sauce with episode one, too. Because like the fight scene in there, they be on point. But in any case, I more just wanted to give big ups to Kyoto Animation just for being up and running. Uh, looking forward to seeing your ish again. And uh, congrats to you. So... Welcome back. Thank you for Dope. your service. Mm-hmm. All right. Ditto. Um, okay. Uh, other stuff I wanted to touch on was some summer anime we got dropping. So, finally, for those who got pissed off at that cliffhanger of <laughs> of an ending of the first half of the Ooh. time I got reincarnated as a slime. Uh, season two, which I, season two, part two Let's is coming go. this summer. So episode I'm one is already excited. dropped, bro. Like it's hot. Oh, dope! It's oh, dropped, then I gotta watch bro. That. I didn't know it dropped. <laughs> Whoops. So I'm behind. So I gotta go ahead and catch up with that. Yeah, um, so we got that dropping. Other than that, there wasn't many uh new summer anime that um appealed to me. But continuing series, we got Tokyo Revengers is still continuing mm-hmm. through the summer. So for those of you that have been liking it, I see that it's finally been picked up by the anime community because I'm seeing a lot more conversations about it, a lot more hype around it. So shout out to y'all for for finally uh, 
putting some respect on the series. I told oh, him yeah. to put some respect on a while ago. <laughs> You're right, though. Two year, yeah, two year eternity is also continuing, and um, Eden Zero, which I haven't watched the anime at all, is continuing through the the summer as well. So, yo, wait, real quick, like, do you do you know the premise behind it? Like, is, is it is it actually supposed to be connected to fairy tale, or is it supposed to be separate altogether? Um, they have some like nods, like kind of how he nodded to Rave Master, as far as I remember. But it is separate. It is. So the core story of Eden Zero is like, uh, and I'm fucking it up. It's time based ish. Hmm. There's like some time paradox okay. stuff related to it, and I don't forget what the power system in the thing was because it's been a while. But it is a little different from Fairy Tale. Uh, but the core concept is really like time related, uh, which I think is a little scary to me because it was like the fairy tales author writing about time and time paradoxes uh, and people gonna say, going back in time. I was going to say, it only makes sense that the time is fucked up in this world because you know that nigga Natsu definitely punched a hole and burned time <laughs> somehow. So you know, that's going to have hey, some everlasting facts. effects on your, on your you universe. Know you're not lying there. Um, so but yeah. I mean, the, the reason I asked though is because I'm looking at the cover of it and it's like it's happy, like that. That is literally happy in the show. So it's like, are they just gonna ignore that fact that it's happy? Or yeah, it <laughs> looks like him, but I I think it's a robot. Oh, it's a robot. It's been a while. Oh, okay, okay. I think it's a robot, I see. but it has been a while. Okay. Damn. So all right, effort. I just thought it was like some kind of alternate FT, continuation of FT, etc. But it looks like, yeah, I mean, based on what you're saying, it's completely separate. So that's interesting. But okay. Yeah. Right. So they have their, their little things, but yeah, it's a little different. Um, yeah, okay. Other than that, I think the only thing I want to talk about in Decent News was Loki. So that's almost done. I've watched a few episodes. Um, I think it has been a decent show, like the other ones they've released so far. I'd probably rank it, um, I can't even lie, I might rank it above what I've seen so far in terms of WandaVision and uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier. Oh, wow. Uh, I think it's so you're probably like the, the, you're yeah. about the, the, the top Disney like Marvel show right now? Yeah, so far I think it's better than those. Um, just my impressions, but it might also be because it kind of appeals more to. There's like a lot more. It's like time. It's like a time alternate reality, like all of those paradoxy type of stuff. I find that interesting. Okay. So that's what Loki focuses on. So I thought that that was pretty good. So I think that's majority of where the appeal is coming from for me. Gotcha. Um. And then, yeah, overall, it's been a decent show. It's almost over, uh, but I believe they're getting a season two. Mm. So it's interesting to see that. Um, Loki, the other funny part about it is, like, you know, at a certain point in the story, because it's about, they call them variants, but basically there's a force of people who are supposed to protect the timeline. And how they do that is that when certain people make decisions that, cause a branch universe to be created they call them variants hmm. and this association goes and swoops them up so if you watch the second avengers movie at the end or whatever they're trying to steal the different stones or whatever hmm. when they stole the one from loki they dropped it and he picked right. it up and disappeared so when he did that he triggered a parallel universe so they came and swooped them up okay. so from there he kind of like 
So at that point, you can kind of consider him the Loki he was then, which was kind of a dick. Right. But he ends up turning into the Loki we see at the end of the Marvel series because he ends up finding out what happens to him on his regular timeline oh. and a whole bunch of other stuff. Okay. So he figures all that out in like the first episode. So then by the end of the first episode, he's kind of like... You can almost consider him the Loki we would have gotten if, if that guy didn't die in the Avengers movie, right? So we get more of that. We get to see alternate universe Lokis. It's it's really interesting. Um, and I like it. Uh, I think it's a good, like, casual watch. Uh, it's not, like, the best show ever, but it, it's pretty decent for what they've been doing. So How well does it hit on the comedy aspect? Now. Um, I would say if I'm ranking funny... Uh, Captain and Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier might have been a little bit. No, I lie. Loki was is funnier. Uh, I didn't laugh, laugh, but there's definitely more jokes and sorted because it's Loki. Right. And then when he meets other versions of himself, there's like a level of like, oh well, how did you lose or mm. how did you you know overcome it? There's Black Loki, like there's a lot of interesting little little things in there. So yeah, I like it. And plus, Owen Wilson's in there, so it was. Interesting to see him be Owen Wilson in a Marvel yeah, universe. That's, that's interesting. Because, you know, like, he kind of just plays him. Yeah, himself. I don't know if it's himself, I mean, Loki, but he plays the same. Well, at least yeah, like he plays, like, the same I mean, character. Like character. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he plays that same kind of character. So he's, like, supposed to be this head, important guy in the Time Association. <laughs> but it's like he's still kind of Owen Wilson in how he's playing this character. So, so it's serious. just... Right. Yeah, right. So I'm just kind of looking at him like, yeah, all right, dude. <laughs> So yeah, no, they definitely put in the uh, the money for that one. So, okay. props to them on that. Okay. Um, anything else on decent news? If not, let's move on to the anime segment. So, kicking it off with uh, another stronger than series. Today we are doing better main characters than Naruto. Uh, anybody want to kick it off? Alright, I'm going to go ahead and start off with the main niggas that um, folks are always talking about um, because of his death scene and, and shit that they wish that they would have seen more of. That nigga Jiraiya. Damn. <laughs> yes, man. That's actually hilarious. So you're, you're qualifying him as a... I, I was like, yeah, like, low-key, if think, you think about it, like, I think what his story, I think his story would have been more interesting because I feel like he... I feel like he his if he was the main character and we followed him throughout his story all the way up until his death, yeah. I feel like it would have been a lot funnier. I mean, because yes, mm-hmm. you, you already know he's a pervy sage and everything, and you would be able to see more of that dynamic between him and um, him and Tsunade with her uh, rejecting him off uh, um, through all of these years and stuff like that. And I feel like that would also be able to have its own uh, funny little twist of it, and uh, right. you see literally how these niggas came up. From being just a couple of random kids or whatever to being these swole, these three swole ninjas, but you, you're putting the main aspect on the nigga Jiraiya, and it, it would I feel like it would make it hit even more when you actually see his death scene if you had the show end right there with him being the main character because you typically mm-hmm. have, you know, your main character being the the huge hero at the end of the day and going out there and saving the day and like, yeah, I'm the greatest hero or I'm the greatest blah in the world or whatever. But no, in this nigga's case, it's a tragic ending on some um on some Shakespeare type shit. Alright. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna toss out the obvious one. 
um, because it's fresh in everyone's mind. Uh, Aaron yeah. from Attack on Titan. I think most people will say it, but I don't actually like Aaron as a character. I actually hated him the most. <laughs> but why he's a better MC is I think they accurately portrayed what, like, what somebody like Aaron with his mind state yeah. would end up going through. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't for, and say what you will about the end and how everything kind of played out, but I think a lot of what he did in the beginning, it was just interesting and enjoyable to watch how Aaron's stupid decisions affected him. I feel yeah. like in other series with main characters, especially in anime, they make stupid decisions and the story kind of works out to where they still work. Yeah. Aaron would like make stupid decisions and then see the, the consequences of those actions yeah. almost immediately. Yeah. Like The boy was like, hey, I should turn into a titan and save these people from the female exactly. titan. And they were like, no. And then he was like, okay. And then they all died. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh shit. I should have turned right. into a fucking Titan. So, I think it was great to watch. It sounds really bad, but it was great to watch him suffer. Is the best way I can yeah, say it. I mean, it, it was, was just really relatable. interesting to go. Yeah, because yeah, he was just angry all the fucking time. Yeah. And he was just like, I would say almost like the ultimate Avenger type of character. Yeah. Like, somebody who really lives and breathes like, I'm about that action. I hate these niggas. Like, that's Aaron. And he ended up, you know, paying the price for it. So I mean, and to Loki to piggyback off what you just said, my better yeah. MC is going to be now Fumi from Rising of the Shield Hero. Oh. For pretty much, oh. for just about the same reasons, <laughs> F around, oh. for what uh, MGG was talking about. And, like, the biggest thing that, yeah. that Loki pissed me off about, like, everyone else looking at, like, his life as far as, like, what was going on is him... I know it's going to be low-key and probably high-key controversial, but him buying a slave in his world. Mm. Now, if you think about everything that happened to him, where he was pretty much on his own, on his own, coming from dirt, coming from a rape charge. Like, homie literally had nothing. He had, like, just about no money. He had, like, no means to really hold up on himself. If he did not buy a slave in his world, mind you, he just would have, it would have been like automatic GG. He just would have like died out, like 100% not a doubt in my mind. Like I've watched it maybe like two or three other times. I'm trying to like think about ways that he really could have sustained himself. And minus buying the slave was just straight up start robbing and killing folks. So like the yeah. next best thing was pretty much to do everything that was in his power to try to actually make it in the world. And the only thing he could really do was try, well, not try, but he needed help. The only way to get that was to actually buy a slave. But and the how, is, how the world was looking at him for doing so, pissed, that's what pissed me off because how widespread slavery was accepted in the world at that time. And it's just like, right. wow, you really going to dog him for doing the only thing he could have possibly done to survive. And that was like, right. so I mean, I know, I know it sounds really effed up. I know it does. But it was like, Wow, that's mad dirty, especially coming from the people who did him dirty for a rape charge that he ended up beating at the very end. So, I don't know. But in any case... I just want to point out something. You said that the nigga would have had to uh, rob and steal in order to uh, survive. Yeah. Uh, I don't know um, how he would have been able to kill anybody if the nigga can't do any damage to anybody. 
He would have. <laughs> I don't. I mean, all I can say is that I don't know. He would have just had to be like shield, 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 quick shank, and then I don't know. Just keep going. I mean, I know. <laughs> but, but, but in any case, as far hurt. as like seeing his struggle in general, I was like kind of like focusing on the one slavery. But as far as like in general to see his struggle and his come up from like literally not just zero but like a negative standpoint, that was like. A hundred percent, I kind of like was in support more or less with everything he did, including yeah. the trauma itself that came with like, you know, the actual distrust actually getting hit from everyone and like being like that kind of lonely standpoint. It was like, yeah, that's real, bro. <laughs> so yeah. he, he, he is probably one of the kings of big brain moves, if you think about it, because I think it yeah. came up in a situation where he cannot win right. and he still won. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. just through big brain moves and hard work and all of that. I want to yeah. see a, a competition between him and the overly cautious, overly cautious hero. Oh yeah, that boy. <laughs> oh god. So, like both of those dudes would do I mean, whatever it takes to make sure that they came out with the W. Nah, that's a route. I'm definitely with you. That as far as better MC, I relate to that too. So I mean, like again, it makes sense, right? Like if you get interjected into like you know like an isekai while we already you know watch slash know about you know isekai worlds. What are you going to yeah. do but try to train hardcore, all right? Because you're still in a new world where you're supposed to be an adventurer, a.k.a. death. At, you're pretty much at death's door every second of every day. So what are you going to do but try and get OP ASAP? Like that, to me, that's like, okay, that makes sense. It's fun. So I was like, who wouldn't do that? So, again, made a lot more sense than, like, Naruto at times where it's just like, uh, let's just F around. Let's just go purely on emotion. Let's just try and do this. Nah, bro. My guy said, bro, I'm trying to get max level today in a safe spot. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, yes, that's what's up. That is what's up. Big facts. Yeah, All right. Bro. Um, Yeah, so there are a lot more main characters that I have in mind. Um, and I'll just, like, spitfire some. But, you know, um, I think most of the Shonen MCs... Arguably could be said to be better than Naruto in terms of main characterness. Like some that aren't shown in but I call out is a uh, Goblin Slayer, I think is another good one. He's just an interesting story to watch. Um pretty much anybody in any sports or anime ever. Um <laughs> interesting. Like there's there's just too many to name. Um but let's jump into or if there's any other honorable mentions or or people y'all want to put respect on. So, throw them so out. I want to put respect on niggas who aren't main characters of their own shows, and uh, mm, just say to that they would be better <laughs> niggas. So, okay. um, yeah. so for example, I, I feel like for example, um, Anne from Dora Hetero. Um, just by watching that little um, snippet oh on God. how that nigga came yeah, up in life, true, bro. how that nigga true. started in the dirt, oh and how he true. came up to being the, the top business one of, my, <laughs> one of my favorite characters true. to this day, bro. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> you just gotta respect the hustle, man. That's, that's literally. On the mushrooms, bro? And just, yeah. Bro. Just Dude, the power of mushrooms. Just the power alone. That's just crazy. That man could, I'm telling that you, man that's all he a, does. That man needs to start an entrepreneurial course. He'd be making big bucks, making make, making everybody into millionaires. You want to like, get like me? Buy my course. Right? <laughs> this kid succeeded in hell, literally. Right? <laughs> like, monster, monster status. Um, fuck. And then, and then um, I also wanted to uh, point out uh, my nigga Mitteru from um, from Toriko. I would have, I would have oh, loved, yeah, loved to see how he came up through the dirt. I would have. So 
I was just want to point out the biggest thing that I would have felt the most hype for is how that nigga learned that hungry tongue technique, where he just mm-hmm. freaking shoots out his tongue like a uh, like uh, like the guide frog. Uh, spoiler alert! But uh, it yeah. just instantly um, um, eviscerates whatever whatever his tongue touches or whatever. I would love to see yeah. how the heck he learned that move because he probably was out there on them uh, on them streets out there working working for them old ladies like yo ladies. He was a real one though I, I would love to see how that nigga came up in power though Cause uh, he definitely right. had some shit That he had to overcome as well um, Oh uh, F around since we were um, Since you mentioned Jariah uh, Gramps I would actually say um, Killer B uh, would actually be Pretty decent okay. Um, to see an MC, especially considering Boy. it wouldn't just be Killer B that they were focused on, but just the Cloud Village alone. And I yep. think that period would be mad decent. I think MGG is the first one who interjected the idea in my head. But it's like to see a spinoff series of just the Cloud Village, that would be mad decent. Oh, yeah. Mad decent. Yeah. So We'd be in with Killer B being like the MC for that too, it's like we would just get. Uh, I feel like we would get a more fresh and accurate look as far as to what Amajin um, Cherokee was like really meant to be in a sense of like we would see the struggle, but we would see the legit fight with it too. Plus just a bunch of interesting characters alone in the cloud village. So, yeah. Right. yeah. So with that in mind, if instead of Boruto, the okay. actual continuation was actually following the life of B, would y'all be a lot like more still after Naruto? Like after Naruto, follow B. You mean after Naruto? If if it followed B, uh, follow. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think I would have preferred it if it just followed somebody else in a different village. Yeah, maybe um, that. Like like basically create like shaking up the power balance by making somebody like gold level in a totally different village. I think would be crazy because I felt like. The Leaf Village has consistently had dominance over the society. Yeah. So I think if it was like, oh, damn, this random nigga in the Cloud Village now has this god power and, you know, has to collaborate with Naruto and them. But it would have gave us that insight into the other system. And that was like what I was going to bring up is I think that just to add to the Cloud Village deserves its own story point is that I think we never got enough from Naruto about the actual interactions of the villages so, you know, like in the very beginning of Naruto, they were going on missions and stuff. Yeah. So that means people are requesting work from these people to do stuff. But like, it's never really talked about much after that, which is like, it means that all of these other cu- countries are also doing the same thing, right? Like people are requesting help from the Sand Village to stop some threat or something. And there's also just people out there in the world that are apparently ninja level threats. But... We never really like go deeper into that, and I'm I'm assuming there's like multiple layers to that, right? Because there's probably competition between villages over missions, right? Like people probably the leaf probably charges more money because they probably have a higher success rate on missions than other people. I don't know. I just felt like seeing a lens through another village would also build the world of Naruto better because right now it's all like hidden leaf village centric. And a lot of those questions about how those villages interact don't really make much sense because they never really talk about them. The only time they come together is for, like, threats that force them to come together. But I'm like, when those threats don't exist, well, you're still a village and you have this arsenal of 
people that fight. So they're taking on missions or they're doing stuff. They probably have Ambu, Black Ops. Like, what are y'all doing, right? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That would be good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Any other honorable mentions or other names to toss out? If not, we can jump into the worst. Some of the worst MCs out there. (laughs) Um... Hmm. Right, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and just um, release my frustration. I'm gonna Ooh. just say uh, I'm gonna just say not to, just because literally everything about the show. <laughs> Yo, no, 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 pause real quick because everything about the show pissed me off, man. Real quick, it might be the real one. quick, real quick though. We gotta remember what sucks and why. Why I was actually, I'm which I'm with you, but we gotta remember that Nasu isn't the MC. It's Lucy. What? It's Lucy. She's also trash. No, also but that, that's my point. <laughs> that's exactly my point. Lucy as the MC. Like, I, I agree with you for the same reasons. No, 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 no. For the exact same reasons, but true. the simple fact that it's Lucy makes it even worse. And yeah, Lucy being true. the worst MC. But, yeah. That, no, you're right, though. That's, it is Lucy because the story tough. starts from her perspective. Right. She just meets Natsu, and then we just all start focusing on this exactly. thing. But you're right. But, uh, no, I mean, like, yeah. I'm, I'm completely with you, but it's like, for all the reasons that you believe Natsu is the worst MC, is even more so why Lucy is the worst MC. It's like, think about that. That we don't even recognize that as a community, basically. That Lucy My is the MC. So it's like, just FT in My general, blood. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. Um... Who's another MC? I'm trying to think. Who else was after trash and trash? Um... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to say it. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> and I know, I know the community is going to be mad at me about it, but I'm going to put Luffy out there, bro. I really don't oh, enjoy Luffy man. as a main character. And here's why. I feel like, one, Luffy just consistently stays Luffy. Fact. Like, I've seen growth a little bit, but really not that much. Like, mm-hmm. he still reverts back to being Luffy at the end of the day. Yeah. So I'm not... Like, you basically, to me, I think with Luffy as a character, you have to come into the story already liking him or hating him. Like, I think you know in the beginning of One Piece whether or not you like Luffy, and it pretty much stays the same. And I felt like since the beginning, I've... I like what Luffy can do. I like watching him fight. I like his powers. But him as a character and what I feel like he's done to the story as an MC, I feel like isn't much. I feel like Luffy is just the lens that allows us to explore the One Piece world. But a lot of the interesting aspects of One Piece really have nothing to do with Luffy and more and have more to do with Luffy's legacy, right? Like, Luffy gets tied to all of these legacies and prophecies. But it's like him as a character is really not much there, bro. The nigga just likes to eat meat. He gets his ass beat. And then he gets a power up. Like, I feel like that sums up to those three things for me. So, he's really not that interesting. I like his crew. I like the other characters in One Piece. But Luffy himself is pretty dry. Like, the only time I felt, like, feels for him was impelled down and, like, maybe when he lost Ace. But I thought that would trigger more of a growth, and it really was just, like, he cried for a little bit, and then he came back to being Luffy. So I was like, what was the maturity there? (laughs) He's the same nigga. He just has more powers now. I mean, to be honest, I feel like the same way about Goku. So, I mean, it's, like, how you just described (laughs) Luffy, I I would describe Goku. So, like, in in both facets, I would completely agree. 
I mean, as far as like MCs go, yeah. I mean, like as far as like the power, as far as like I guess a shonen MC, as far as like you know delivering good action anime, sure. But yep. like that's pretty so, much it. So here's the reason that I disagree on that. I feel <laughs> like all of the different types of techniques that Luffy has um, explored through his power, well, through his uh, his his devil fruit, I feel like Naruto would not have the capability of finding that, all of that out. Because it seems like literally almost everything that has been taught to Naruto, I mean, that Naruto knows, has been taught to him. Or he just magically appeared into him through the Sage of Six Paths. And I'm like... Okay. I, 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 mean, I don't see him mm. having the creativity to put it that way. I don't see I, him having the creativity to to um, uh, to come up with all of the stuff that Luffy has come up with. Yeah, I can see him um, um, grabbing a couple of those techniques, but literally all of the stuff that Luffy has done, I don't I don't see uh, Naruto doing the same thing in the, in the same amount of time. Okay, I gotta disagree for two reasons. Uh, One, we cannot forget about the most OP jutsu in the verse, which is the Shadow Clone jutsu. Right. And then two, did Luffy really come up with a lot of ish? If we actually break down how much Luffy really incorporates, as far as like different techniques go, with his fruit, yeah. how much has he truly explored it technically? Like, let's just like minus hockey in a sense. Let's think about what he's really done. He stretched, that's like yeah. the, the basics, okay. Um, he uses uh, elasticity and then like blood flow. That, that's actually mad decent. I got to give yeah. big ups for like gear two, true. And then as far as like blowing himself up for three. And then, and then four. gear four, okay, so and gear four gear in my- four has multiple forms in itself. Don't forget that. Uh, it's like, uh, yes, but how is it, like in my opinion, all I see Gear 4 as is everything we've seen more or less, but just hockey clothed, right? I mean, like, how is it really different? I guess is my question. Yeah. So, okay, so but like, based on how I'm looking at it like that, it's like he hasn't really done much minus pretty much do what he can with the uh, with his rubber elasticity. Again, the blood flow. I mean, in my opinion, I think that is one of the most impressive things he's done. And then with that, He's then incorporated hockey, like, again, over everything that I just described. But it's like, I mean, maybe I'm, like, missing something with Gear 4, but there's not much, in my opinion, with Gear 4 that he's doing that different compared to before uh, the hockey era. Well, I feel like... Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I definitely didn't see him beating Cracker the way he did, and all he did was implement tank form to actually bounce that nigga off of him. Well, don't forget, he got help from Nami, though. That wasn't even all him. Yeah, but I'm just saying, ex- right. just using tank form in itself, oh. I didn't see that being the way that he would actually beat that nigga, though. Because that was literally mm-hmm. what saved him in that fight. That nigga activated tank form, which he doesn't have any tank form in mm-hmm. his in his regular mode or whatever. So I mean, he has blown himself I'm, up before, though. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, like I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel it's a toss-up. I felt, I felt like Naruto has more battle ingenuity proven in the show than than uh, Luffy does. Like, I think battle strats-wise, like, almost all of Naruto's fights, even though he comes off as stupid, they always highlight how he developed a strat, even if it might be a simple one to win, where I feel like Luffy's wins are more developed around techniques 
and not all of those techniques are self-taught. Like some of them are learned and some of them are like I don't see many like Luffy's fights go like this. I pull up on the enemy, he beats me the first time. Almost to death. I come back and I win because of either A a power up or B I figured out something and maybe I didn't really figure it out. So like take Crocodile for example. He got dropped by Crocodile, and his luck win was that he figured out the sweat from his hands. And I don't even know if he really figured this out, or it was just his hands were sweaty, and the nigga got hit. You know what I mean? Like, it was by pure chance that he, like, hit him with a wet punch, and he was like, oh, that nigga felt that, so, like, I'm going to keep doing that. But then pair that with, like, what Naruto did, Naruto versus Neji, while it was, like, my issue with Naruto is that I feel like, he would be dropped if it wasn't for the Nine Tails Chakra. 100%. But having the Nine Tails Chakra gave him the stamina to figure out a strat to beat Neji. So because he was able to last that long, he was able to figure out, well, if I go underground and punch this nigga in the jaw, I'll win. Right? And then Haku, there's also a similar strategy there to how he beat Haku. Like, all of his mm. fights, they call out, like, a strat he used in some way to, to get there. It may not be, like, super advanced. But I feel like they call it out more than Luffy does, where I feel like Luffy just yeah. shows up and, like, he just is like a, how do you call it? Like, not a tank, but like a bulldozer. He's just going to keep, or like a juggernaut, he's just going to keep running at the problem mm -hmm. until eventually he busts <laughs> through it. That's true. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> well, you mentioned in that, I got to give some big ups, obviously, you know, yeah. that juggle. Anyways, um, but no, I mean, like, I, I completely agree, though, in, in, in the sense, like, as far as, like, in battle strats go, Naruto has uh, Luffy pet, just straight up. Um, and then, again, like, to rehash it one last time, but... Shadow Clone, like, when, when Gramps, like, first mentioned it, I pretty much imagine if Luffy got, I mean, not if Luffy, if Naruto got Luffy's fruit, would he be able to pull out as, much, uh, as many techniques as Luffy? And my thing is that, one, well, wait, wait, are we still incorporating that he actually has, like, his ninjutsu with Shadow Clone Jutsu, or are we talking about complete replacement, no, just mentally? Complete replacement, if they just swap places. Mm. Yeah. Then I, I yeah I would still argue Naruto would do better. Maybe not as much oh, as what I was mentioning before. I'll, I'll give you that much, but I feel like Naruto just a smarter fighter. So yeah. Yeah, I mean I think Naruto definitely has the stamina Luffy has. I don't think here's what I'll say. I don't know about Naruto in the Luffy world, but I do know that Luffy wouldn't be able to pull out what Naruto did in his world, if that makes sense. Because I feel like. Naruto had to have also like this kind of control around um, Kurama a little bit. Like he had to kind of hold himself back from going out of control. And I just see that moment, those moments happening a lot more with Luffy mm. just based off the way he fights. Mm. I feel like he's going to brute force some shit until he dies. Kurama's going to come out. Like I feel like the Ninetales will get that's released fair. within like three or four <laughs> fights with Luffy and Naruto's no, body. Right? 100%. Like Ninetales like, yeah, I'm just running shit. Like imagine that pain fight. Like Naruto still kind of held himself back from going all the way there. I think Luffy's eight tails is out, bro. Like I think eight tails might come out before we even hit Shippuden. Like that's how I feel. I don't feel like he really has control over his emotions in that that's way. Fair. And I think that ninja training that I don't know if it's ninja training from Naruto or whatever his character traits, he's just better at wielding that. Now in the One Piece world, 
I don't know if Naruto's mentality would necessarily lead to success in that way. Like with Luffy's powers. Because I do think the gear second, gear third. I don't know if Naruto is smart in that way to develop a move based off that. Because Razen Shuriken was just like, oh, I'm wind-natured. And I just put some wind on top of some some other sh-. You know what I'm saying? Like none of his moves seemed that thought out. Like his new moves. So I feel like he wouldn't have the same mastery that Luffy does. But I also feel like on the same side of the coin, Luffy is not doing what Naruto did in his universe. Y'all keep forgetting like, no about way. Luffy's special gift, his ability to befriend niggas. He would have had that nigga Karama as his main homie with his three episodes. He would have like, bro. Stop, bro. Bro, why you so bad, bro? <laughs> why you so bad, bro? I'll do so. Frustration, big fella. <laughs> nah. So let's go ahead and knock these niggas out. Wow. And we go and we go eat some uh, some ramen, bro. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this mother <laughs> <ass> bro. <laughs> I feel like Karamba will befriend him off being like this nigga is really that stupid, huh? Mm. Like that that level of shit <laughs> is just like yo, he's, he's that dumb, huh? Okay. Karamba definitely would. Oh yes. Right. Oh yeah. That's funny, though. <laughs> All right. Fella. Any other uh, MCs we want to toss out there that's worse than Naruto? Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm straight. All right. All right. Let's rapid fire through the rest of these topics. <laughs> <laughs> so, jump into some other anime topics. Uh, let's do. Oh, we're talking about Naruto. We could do Asagojo real quick. Yeah, since we're already on a perfect segue. Uh, you can kick that off, Jugga. Uh, actually, no. This, Gramps had this one, right? So you can start it off. You, you said Asta Gojo? No, I think that was... Um, oh, that, oh, that was P5? All right, then that's it. All right, yeah. so pretty much the topic at hand is within the Naruto verse, who would... Oh, wait, is this who, is, who would succeed more or who would be the better ninja straight up? So, yeah, so if they both went into the Naruto world, Asta and Gojo... Who would make the better ninja? Yeah, the better ninja. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, we're talking about the Naruto verse, and we got Asta from Black Clover and Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen. I feel like it's hands down Gojo. Like, I, I just, I don't, like, I mean, like, homie, like, already has, like, a ninja aura to him, including, like, his actual abilities in itself. So, yeah. I, I mean, he, he's pretty much like the Jujutsu Kakashi, but more OP. So, it's like, Need, need I say more? See, what I saw is like when I got when I saw this question, the way I thought about it is which characters would I uh, associate these two with the closest and then like extrapolate from there. So Asta would clearly, if he's fitting the same story traits just in the Naruto verse, mm-hmm. he's pretty much Rock right. Lee, right? No ninjutsu ability, right. just hands. Right. And then Gojo in his world, he's basically the most. OP person that you can't touch. Right. Like in reality, his power is Gara's ultimate defense right. mixed with pain. Yeah. So in he's basically pain. Um or at least the the almighty push version of pain. Right. You can take away the Rinnegan or you can well, say he has it because I mean, honestly nigga, his <laughs> eye is the <laughs> most broken yeah, power. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, in reality he really has a Rinnegan, but if you want to take that away. He, he at least has the almighty push body yeah. of pain. And right there, 
versus Rock Lee, yeah. like it's over with. So, right. <laughs> right. so I think in terms of clout, Gojo's got it. But the thing is, now think about this though. Since we know okay. that Asa has, so he's not one hundred percent Rock Lee because he actually has a jutsu right. in this Naruto world. This nigga right. can cancel your ability. Now he's right. not canceling like a racer head where he just looks at you and your shit gets canceled. I'm right. guessing he has to touch right. you or some shit. Like I don't know exactly how he cancels your power, but how does he exactly cancel your magic? Or it's, jitsu. Uh, Gojo? No, no, it's not no, about Asta. Asta. It's pretty much like a sword. Oh. You can think about it like uh, it's a you can think about like a ninjutsu canceling sword. I guess that's fair. Right. So, yeah. so let's say for example, if this nigga Asta were to run into Gojo in the Naruto world, he has to. Let's say if he can extend this to a shuriken, so he throws this uh, um, jitsu canceling shuriken. Mm-hmm. So that shuriken is. Uh, are we going to say that that shuriken is going to be able to hit Gojo? To be able to cancel out his power. In reality, it should. But this is why I would still not give... uh, Like, here's why I still lean to Gojo, even though Asta has the ability to cancel out his powers. Because as far as I've seen Gojo as a person, he doesn't solely rely on his power. Like, he does, but he also shows that he kind of has knowledge of other shit in that world that shows that, like, even if you take my power away from me, I can still box you. And Asta's history has shown that most of his wins has come from the fact that he can cancel out someone's magic and they don't know what to do after that point. So it's like, oh, I canceled your shit out. Oh, never had to fight with my hands before. But the moment he ran into a nigga that did know how, he died. <laughs> like, he got dropped. <laughs> so my thing is like, yeah, he got dropped. He, he lost his arms. Like, his shit got fucked yeah. up for a while. He had to go get some new shit. Right. Like, yeah, so to me, based off that, I'm like, yo, yeah, you might stop Gojo's shit, but I still see him as, like, an intelligent ninja. Exactly. So if he was there, he would also be, like, he would have, like, ninja straps right. as well. Right. Yeah. So, so it's like we... Basically, Kakashi with Pain's nope. powers. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, okay. though. Yep. And it's like yep. his... Kakashi's mindset. I mean, we started off with the powers simply because, like, his powers are broken. I mean, just, just period. They're broken. Yep. And, like, one thing that's actually what they made low-key, but also a broken trade, is that he can teleport. That's huge. Oh. I mean, like, that's huge, especially if you got hands, too. Oh. So it's Now like, you got Minato tossed in there. Yeah. God, he's all the I best mean, ninjas yeah. in Naruto rolled up into one character minus uh, Itachi for now. But I, I don't think he has a Genjutsu. I mean, like, if you think about it, his, like, right, like, his, his domain expansion, yeah. you could argue that's Genjutsu. Right. So, so, the nigga, so it's kind of like the all the, the whole Naruto show. He really and is. He's <laughs> all the best ninjas in Naruto wrapped into right. one character. Uh, and like he's taking down Tail Beast by himself. Yeah. Like he's oh, yeah. he's modern in Tail Beast. He's uh, just like yeah. Okay. You guys okay. So run with me. so quick question: Would Guy still be able to touch his ass? If guy went full oh guy ass. without without abilities, if no. he went full eight games, no. no, it doesn't matter. No way, it wouldn't matter. Like his ability just no would make it impossible for him to do so. It just wouldn't matter. Yeah, because I, I just didn't know if there's like an, uh, an a limit. Like if the nigga is like so powerful. that we've seen no, so far, he, no, he just, I'll say that much. Yeah, that we've seen. The only so way far. they got the only way they could get Gojo was trapping him somewhere. Yeah, they put, they put the so, that tube right. Right, so exactly, it's not like he's yeah. invincible in that. Like he's he's immortal, but not invincible. Like what, what's uh, fuck. right? Like, I, I, and then in the time, that. in the time skip, he didn't have enough curse energy to maintain it all the time. I think, okay. but then he figured out how to do it now. 
So if we're talking about Gojo, like, in the past, it would be similar to, like, uh, for those who watch Bleach, like, the Aizen stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, when Aizen was younger, Soul Reaper, they could, like, destroy his illusions and shit. But, like, older Aizen is like, yeah, no, that shit not happening, bro. So I feel like that's what it is with uh, Gojo, where maybe if they caught him in his younger Genin days, he would be able to, like, turn that ability on and off. So you would have a chance to beat him by finding that window to drop him. But, like, if he's at Kakashi age... Like you're not yeah, touching. Right. Like it's he he found a way to turn it on all the time yeah. in Jujutsu Kaisen. So and it's using minimal cursed energy. Right. So like he's just unlimited, like yeah, you can't touch it. Uh, unlimited. Uh, fuck, what's it called? The shit that runs through your body in Naruto. Chakra. Your energy. Yeah, unlimited yeah, chakra. chakra yeah. Pretty much. All right. Yep. So okay. So we've concluded that Gojo is a fucking god in this world. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Hundred percent. But so. how successful can Asta still be in this world? I was like, oh, well, I in the world, mad decent. Now we're talking yeah. mad decent. I mean, like, if you gave, I mean, just think about if you gave Rock Lee a tool that cancels ninjutsu. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Now it's just the him in the hands, and he's probably, arguably, behind my guy, the best taijutsu expert, as that been stated. So I felt like they would probably say that, and niggas wouldn't get mad yeah. at it. So I'm gonna say that. Yeah. So basically, if Rock Lee had <laughs> so, a uh, jujutsu, uh, I mean, a jujutsu canceling power, he would have sliced that nigga yeah. um, Gara's head off. My only thing is, yeah, my only thing is that I think Asta does train as hard as Rock Lee, but I do feel like his hands are still subpar to Rock Lee's. Yeah. So I felt like, like he Rock Lee was actually trained that, that far. Pretty much. Yeah. So he would have, like, Rock Lee has technique where Asta just has brute force. Yep. But no, as far as, let's see. If Asta, yeah, I mean, if Rock Lee had Asta's sword, I, I could see, yeah, I, I could see him being Gara in that training fight. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I think we summarized that one. It, it, we got all got Gojo, right? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> as, too much of a monster. That's the better ninja. It's too much of a monster. Right. All right, let's segue into another Naruto versus. Let's do the oh, Minato versus Toto. <laughs> you want to kick that off, Ramps? Yeah, so um, I don't know what how this came into uh, came into my mind, but um, I was thinking about you know niggas who can teleport, and I was thinking about how smooth that nigga would be with the smooth teleportation, and I was thinking about how basically slick as hell that nigga Minato be with his whole uh, teleportation teleportation jutsu. So I was like, yo, which one of these niggas is actually better? Which which one would niggas actually prefer if they had the option to choose between the two as a teleportation power? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's obvious again, to be real. Um, but, I mean, I haven't seen a better teleportation technique, more or less, from the fourth Okage. If, if someone's better, he's still at top three, like, period. It's like, the, the, oh, the, so the most broken thing to me about the teleportation jutsu with the fourth Okage is that all he has to do is touch you once. So he could just start off with a basic fight, touch you, then he can just do whatever he wants, and he will be at you in an instant. So it's like, how do you really prepare for that more or less because the total thing the biggest thing that sucks with him is that the clap needs to happen now as yeah. far as the fight that we saw as far as like when the class go happen yeah. it's like I, I get that but that's still not as broken as i can still just pop up in your face or behind you or like in a corner in your blind spot whenever i want to but i mean he still has to use the like shuriken to do it right no. as far as the touch he literally just skill. needs to touch you though. i thought he had to have like a seal on on whatever object he's teleporting to. 
teleporting. As far as the per- well, I mean, it's it's all like it's all like the same technique. But as far as like the touch, uh-huh. it's literally just a touch. It's not like nothing even needs to be on his hand. It's almost like a I don't even know how to describe it. Just like a jutsu that just activates when he touches you, and he can teleport oh, to dang. you. So it's like okay. well. I don't know. I'm still with Boogie Woogie for me, yeah. bro. Because I, I think, like, if I'm I'm in the fighting world, I can see why Minato's is more whatever. But I'm just thinking, like, if I was to pick one and I would just live my regular oh. life, I think Boogie Woogie is the most easy to hide. And it's nice, casual, and it's still, like, I can teleport wherever the fuck I want. So it's just, like... No, the one... <laughs> and I'm gone. But the dude. one thing, though, like, is, um... What was Splinter? It's like, you need to... You don't just teleport. You, you switch. You switch places with something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so it's, it's not like, like you can thing. choose where to do it. You just be like, oh, yo, there's a, a rock over there. Switch. It's, it's like law. Yeah, it's like law with the room. Right. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. much that. So. Yeah. So then I don't know where his range is at with that, but I'm assuming on the high end, hopefully it'll be like doper than that. But whatever. Where we're at, well, we don't even know if we're going to see any more progression after what happened to you, boy. But. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but besides that. Yeah, I guess like. Side to note, me, I just thought. I just thought it was a cool casual teleportation ability. No, I definitely dope. can see the practicality of Minato's, but without I didn't like think about the part that you brought up about the touching thing. I just thought it was the shuriken. So I felt like it was a lot of preparation to do this teleportation. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, it doesn't seem as convenient for me as where I could just like clap and be somewhere. Because his was still kind of a switch too, as far as I understood right, right, it, before right. that whole touching thing, where it's just you throw the shuriken and he switches places with what the... Where the shuriken's right. at, so I'm like, I I like boogie woogie better. Right, it'd be more because it's just boom. No, black. I get you. Yeah. Like, All right, so so here's my thing. So I like to think about the worst case scenario. Sure. What is going to make mm-hmm. these niggas' powers basically not work at all? Okay. So the easiest way to make sure that these niggas can't ever use their powers is if they both had their arms chopped off, right? So yep. in both yeah. cases, yeah. Minato can't touch anything, right. can't teleport to anything. Right. If this nigga mm-hmm. Toto can't clap, he can't teleport. But then I thought, mm-hmm. okay, what's another way you can clap? Oh, clap yeah, the ass cheeks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <Could> be <clapping. laughs> nigga gonna be twerking all yeah. over the place, bro. It's still, I was still thinking, getting around. I was thinking his feet. I was thinking his feet or his thighs, but yeah, that's, that's, that's said, another uh, one that you can clap <laughs> as well. That's... That's very true. This motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> what? You can't argue with my that logic. Said, oh, you chopped off my arms? Okay. Clap. And he gonna still kick you in the back of your head. This motherfucker about to bust man, down and logic. literally F you up. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> wow. Meanwhile, that nigga Minato said that like, yep, well, you won. I'm sure. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, good point. Oh, God. That's why you swear, though. <laughs> yeah, you no, heard it there first, folks. Total <laughs> so with the booty cheeks. I mean, you do be liking them tall girls, so I mean, he might practice with them too on like the exercise videos they be releasing. So it ain't hard yeah. to imagine. So uh. yeah, and the thing is, I also imagine like myself being able to expand his power a bit more. So hmm. I would like to, I would like to believe. That I would be able to uh, make it where that not just clapping myself mm-hmm. would be able to um, make myself teleport, but if I were to clap something else, 
I would hmm. be able to make it uh, move to a different spot. Kind of like Kuma when he slapped mm. uh, all of the uh, straw hat pirates or whatever, and he slapped mm. the niggas to a distant land. I would like to believe yeah. that he can slap somebody in the face, and when he slaps them into the face, he actually makes them teleport and switch places with some random object in a distant location. I think I would like to believe that I, I have the ability to Wait, expand the power he? to do that. Can you, didn't he low-key do that, though? Because he wasn't, like, it's like, he wasn't just teleporting himself. He was teleporting uh, Yuji and what's, and the demon, too, right? So it's not like he just teleports him. He could teleport anything in his vicinity, right? Yeah, but I thought he was teleporting himself with that other object every time. Between oh, him it? and the demon and him okay. and... Uh, All right. Uh, okay, I, I couldn't remember. There's a lot of boogie-woogie. <laughs> but no, that, yeah, that'd be decent, though. Okay. Exactly. Okay. That's that's real. All right. So to save for time, we'll skip. Or were there any closing comments on that one? All right. So to save for time, we'll jump to the manga section. Uh, any uh, highlights? Oh, actually, um, a couple. Um, I followed uh, MGG's uh, suggestions for a few series. Um, I got caught up in the uh, the Hunters Guild Red Hood. Um, kaiju number, yo, real quick, kaiju number eight. I was sleeping. I'm now awake, bro. Next wave. Holy crap, that's gonna be mad. Like I'm not gonna. I told I'm like, actually, let me calm down a little bit. I'm, I don't want to overhype it, but it's gonna be decent. Like that, that needs that the needs to be an anime, really right? I'll say that much for sure. Because that anime, at yep. least, at least for like 24 eps, I think it deserves a first season of 24 eps. That's gonna be mad decent. That's gonna make noise. Uh, but yeah, Kaiju number eight definitely gonna be keeping up with that now. Um, the Hunter Guild, uh, Red Hood, only three chapters out, but it's it's interesting. It's uh, it's definitely a very interesting take. So I'm definitely gonna be catching. Uh, I mean, like uh, keeping up with that to see if that really lives up to expectations. Still a little too early, but for three chapters, it's definitely so far so good. Um, with the action starting right off from chapter one. And then um, the new series also. Oh, Candy Flurry. Um, oh, that's pretty much just uh, <laughs> a big fat question mark. <laughs> pretty much. A big fat so question. To summarize, pretty much. It's like it's like the potential's there, but like in the comedy's there. But it's just I don't know. Like if you, if you have to think about it, where it's like uh, it's like uh, decent, and then Liddy, it's like a right between uh, like. A decent and like a, I don't want to say decent trash. It's like I'd be like a touching decent, like just under decent for me. So it's like it's got me there enough to be like, let's let's stick with it. Let's see what happens. Again, the potential's there. I'll definitely say that much. Like as far as like the premise goes, it's different. It's weird. Um, reminds me of like a, a Toriko and like a, and a One Piece as far as like the power system goes. But it's like. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see. But in any case, it's something like to check out. Like, I feel like for some people, it, it could be a hit, depending on your preferences. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those are definitely uh, the new series I'm checking out and now pretty much part of my um, weekly routine. Um, and then also got to keep on giving big ups to solo leveling because that mother effort to stay hot. So I'm on my way. I'm going to catch up. <laughs> Just stay hot. Like, that needs to be animated. Alright. Uh, any other uh, manga we want to highlight, spotlight? Well, um, I just wanted to uh, while we got while we got the three of us here, 
just uh, yep. point out the uh, plethora of theories that niggas are making um, about One Piece right now. One Piece. There we go. Because, yeah, it's just a lot of the shit. The Sun God that, stuff. Yeah, the Sun God shit. The, um, the, the um, Luffy's um, Devil Fruits. Yep. Um, why, why would these niggas uh, garden that shit? Right. And uh, why the hell mm-hmm. is Jinbei such a fucking boss? Because that nigga always boss? come. That nigga yeah. stay coming in clutch, bro. He is the most clutch nigga in the group. Well, clutch how though? What do you mean, the nigga? I don't feel like that fight was. I, a clutch. I, I, yeah, I will, I will argue the word. Fight? Yeah, I feel like I feel like clutch is the wrong word. I, no, um, yeah, I don't feel like that was a difficult fight for him a number of times while not being a straw hat pirate. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, mm. okay, yeah. I get it from there. I thought you were talking about, like, this fight with Husku. I was like, I expected that to be an easy win for Jinbei, really. Like, I wasn't expecting much there. No, I'm, I'm just, I just wanted, wanted to throw some respect on the nigga name, because the nigga definitely, oh, okay. um, the nigga is definitely, I want to say, probably my favorite straw head uh, pirate at this point. Yeah, we're going to call him. Damn, him. already? That's actually hot. <laughs> Damn, that's he mad just hot. became, <laughs> he okay. just became no, the there's not a single character on Luffy's crew that has done more for that nigga while not being part of his crew. Oh, and, wow. okay. and now that he's already part of the nigga crew, like, nigga, yeah. who do you know else in the nigga's crew that's actually done something to a Yonko other than Zoro? Uh, hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the, the nigga has a lot, He and, and he don't forget, the nigga got a fucking resume that's, that, that's fucking... Well, you're the Shiji Bukai. I mean, like, I mean, again, yeah. But, I mean, if you think about it in that respect, I mean, to go with what MGG said, it's like, this is to be expected, you know? Like, it's not like he just completely washed Ushu. He got, like, a little bit of damage, but we were expecting a dub, right? I mean, right. it's more just like, if he struggled hardcore to the point of almost death slash lose, I would have been disappointed. Yeah. A big disappointment. So, the boy had his own crew. Yeah, I just need more from him uh, ability-wise. Like, him as a character, I like. But me, you know, I, I said this in the chapter review live stream or something. Like, I like Kung Fu niggas, period. So, I feel like with his ability, I want it to be more... There's not enough swag to his stuff yet, slash not enough moves shown yet for me to, like, really put my hype behind Jinbei. I'm just kind of, like, observing. Um but, I mean, hey, man, if he jumped to that spot already, from that point, I see it. For me, my hesitation on Jinbei is I want to like him, but I'm not seeing enough in the action aspect that, that is pulling me into his character. Because, like, that fight with Who's Who was relatively boring, in my in my opinion. I yeah. thought it was okay. I like what he pulled out, but nothing was like, wow. Like, I didn't, I didn't leave that fight going like, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying, jumping out my seat with hype. Hey, nigga, I don't give a fuck about what he did to Who's Who. Nigga, let's, let's talk about what the fuck he did to Big Mom, nigga. When he knocked that ass off that shit, when he was flipping the ass and shit. That nigga the boss for that shit. Fuck who's who. I guess. He just, he but, just, a, he just oh, a big guy. That's oh, true. Fish man but I mean, a part of that is also <sighs> probably due to the martial art. Like, I mean, flipping niggas is just, like, at a certain point, and I'm assuming with Jimbe, at a certain point with that martial art, it's probably not as related to the size. As much as it is the technique, like I he's mean, probably redistributing her weight. I mean, like, you're right, but it's still big, big mom. Niggas, I mean, big yeah, niggas can big get flipped. Big no, niggas can stop. get flipped, though. Stop. Big, you have no, you've seen bro. it. You do jujitsu. You do. You've seen big niggas get flipped. Bro. I mean, the, the, exactly. the respective sizes, though. Exactly. Bro. I mean, okay, let me ask you this: Do you see you, even with the skill, flipping somebody who's like actually eight feet? 
like eight feet muscle. Do you see yourself flipping that kid? Not at my skill level, no. But I'm assuming if I was a jujitsu master, no, eight feet, hell, fuck no, no. Yeah. I'm gonna just sit like this. Hell, I'm just, fucking no, yeah. I'm gonna sit like this. <laughs> you see that little ass girl Otoko flipping somebody like Big Mom, nigga? Do you see? No. Do you see Usopp? But to me, look, 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 my thing is we're not being fair though. Like when you bring those people up, you're talking about like regular niggas. Like Jimbe is a martial arts master. Like I mean, a, I'm saying, like a I'm saying, we're just talking about if Usopp was a martial right. arts we're master. We're just talking about size. Can you, right can you still see that nigga flipping? Big mom. Yeah, if he was a martial arts, if he was a martial arts man, I'm like literally, self, he should be. That's see that nigga going, bro. This is all. Plus, to me, that the key there is the is the martial arts. To me, I'm assuming that Jinbei is not using. When you talk about martial arts like judo and jujitsu, they're not supposed to be using. That much strength. At least that's what I've come to understand about that. And that flip he did on Who's Who, he called out as like some type of judo that's flip. True. So I'm like, all right, so nigga, you're, you know technique, right? Like, and he's a martial arts master. So he might be big and strong, but I feel you. And then I, I like, I don't see it as, as amazing as a feat. It's still a feat. Don't get me wrong. I just am not like as mind blown by it because of the fact that he's a martial arts master. So I just think of any old man. Just think of any old man in anime that you know of. That is considered a martial arts master. That's what they do. Master Roshi has done shit like that. Motherfucking um, Genryu Sai from Bleach. Done shit like that. Like you could argue uh, fourth Hokage from Naruto. Or sorry third Hokage from Naruto. Same thing. It just comes with the old man territory. And that's how I see Jinbei. He the old nigga that's just like, all right, I'm gonna come play with y'all young young cats, but My, he's he's been here's, there. Here's bro. the way I think about it. I think about it as as when you think about Hinamaru doing all these complex ass flips to these niggas who are at the top of their game or whatever. Like yeah, that yeah. shit still te- takes a, a bunch of strength. Yeah, you're trying to use their I, momentum against them, but you still have to put a lot yeah. of strength into that shit. And but how many times you think Big Mom got flipped though? Probably not. And how much martial arts you think Big Mom know? That's where I put it at. It's like, my thing is that Big Mom just could never be touched before. You feel me? Like, basic niggas could not run up on Big Mom. It's like that Superman complex of, I was already a GOAT, so I don't really need to know how to box. I just, I beat your ass because, like, I'm just fitted to do so. Just think about this real quick. I just think about this. Jim, I looked it up. Jim Bay's height is just shy of 10 feet. Big Mom is okay. 29, bro. How many, pounds 29. Weigh, How many pounds does she weigh? And she's probably pregnant with like three kids right now in the meantime. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't, do Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, God. Woo. So he flipped a pregnant woman. Now that makes you look bad. <laughs> <laughs> he no, flipped a pregnant woman. Oh, damn. Stop it, bro. You no, said call a cop. Y'all tripping. <laughs> yeah, y'all supporting <laughs> abuse? Wow, bro. They all supporting this type of abuse going on. Hey, man. Oh, okay, wait, so let's see. There, I mean, this is—I've only seen like Reddit here, but they're estimating six thousand kilograms. What, what is that? Oh wow, that's uh six thousand kg. He's definitely over a few tons. Yeah, that's that's, that's thirteen thousand pounds. Plus. That's thirteen thousand exactly. oh, yeah. pounds. Is a ton one thousand or one hundred? Two thousand. One ton is two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. 
Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So she's so Jimbe flips. Jimbe flips someone right. that's three I'll, times his height. And I mean, I'll I don't know how he, heavy he is, but that's still 13,000 pounds. Just plus that's, a decent, <laughs> that's a decent flip. That's a decent flip. I'll give it to y'all. I'll give it to y'all. And, and he I knocked the ass off the boat, but but granted, she was she was feeling skinny. She was looking. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'm just saying the nigga is impressive, hey. man. The nigga he he, he is he, he's, he's been he's been putting in work. And the nigga gave blood to Luffy, and he he's, he and he my, took a punch from that nigga Akainu and kept it. So moving. my thing, I think my thing about Jinbei is just for the other Shishibukai, we just haven't really like. I would say what I'm assuming, and I don't know is true. Is that I've only seen like twenty percent or less of what he can actually do, because look at what Don Flamingo was able to True. pull out. Look at what Crocodile was able True. to pull out. Like just think about the Shishibukai we've seen right. so far. And Mihawk, I'm assuming is you oh, know yeah. the top. So I would say Jinbei probably falls. I would think at that period of time, pre time skip, I would argue he was probably he definitely could have beat Crocodile oh, because like, I just think ability wise, ability. yeah, ability wise, he he has that edge. Don Flamingo, he might have struggled with because the boy's a little bit I unique. I don't think so. At least not on land. Beat him? Not on land. I can see that. Not on land. I, don't I can that. agree with yeah. that. I can agree with that. I see them as more even. I could I could see a place where Jinbei edged out the win, but I don't think it's going to be easy. I think Crocodile is relatively easy yeah. to win yeah. against him. Don Flamingo's definitely a struggle. Mihawk is a no to me. And then who else was uh, it? Oh, the uh, Ghost Buddy. Hancock is like, maybe, but I really think Jinbei would technically get the dub there. Like, if they were just fighting honestly, I think Jinbei would get the dub. But, you know, comedic relief, they probably do some like, oh, she hypnotized them. Bullshit. Jinbei, but I Jinbei think Jinbei doesn't he's want that pussy, bro. He don't want that pussy. So she, I know so that's why I think he would. Hypnotize. I think that's the other part is because Jinbei strikes me as a very disciplined dude. So I feel like the, the woman trickery she tries to do wouldn't work either. Yeah. So I think that's a dub for him, and then I think um, um, he's close to Ghost Buddy, to Moria, yeah, but I still Moria. think he would edge yeah, out Moria the dub there. Oh wait, Kuma. Yeah. don't forget, don't forget. But he's stronger than Croc. You need Kuma, salt water to to remove Moria's power anyway. So that's that's literally that's his weakness. Kuma, I think That'd that a is a fight, definitely an even because they're the same personality type to me too. So I feel like that's going to like a draw. In my mind, that'd be tough. I think that's going to draw because I think he can. He might be able to dodge the slaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the water thing is where he gets an advantage, but I still see Kuma as a nigga that got the hands. So I feel like this is pre robot Kuma, which we haven't really seen. But I'm just assuming pre robot transformation Kuma has some hands, got some shit in the back Man, pocket, and can move fast. That's yeah, true. and can move fast. So. I think that that's going to a draw, and if not, Kuma's edging out the dub there. Here's my thing that I'm hoping. I'm hoping that this nigga, uh, Jinbei, can do a power... Uh, I can't remember uh, Shark Buddy's name from uh, Naruto. Uh, Kisame? Oh, uh, Kisame? Yeah, Kisame. Kisame. Wasn't that, didn't that nigga have a jutsu where he basically put you in a big-ass water bubble? Right. And he fucking made you something? Yeah. If Jinbei can do some yep. shit like that... Of course, using salt water, so now niggas weak as hell if they got a, uh, a devil fruit. True. That that would that would be pretty damn powerful. But you also got to consider. I'm assuming they're gonna do a. Well, if you have a devil fruit, I have to see how it plays out. If it's gonna make them be like paralyzed, but if it doesn't do that, then there's still the hockey counter. Like to me, it's getting that move off. If he can get it, he probably is winning. But I think anybody that's of 
a same tier of him or higher, it's going to be really hard to to get them encapsulated in a water ball. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't see it happening too easily. Mm-hmm. I, I see it on basic regular niggas, like maybe people below, below Smoker in terms of power. I can see him pulling it off on that. But I feel like once you get to, like, you know, that level or close to him and you have, like, a good analysis or awareness of hockey, I feel like it's harder to get, oh, I'm going to trap you in a water ball. Like, I, I feel like you got to be dumb, Luffy dumb to get caught up in that shit. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, anything else on manga? I saw, I skimmed through the My Hero chapter. Uh, I felt like I kind of called where this was going, which was Deku's mindset is off and somebody needs to pull him out of the dark place that he's in. So we're at this point. I think the only part I'm excited about it is it looks like he's going to fight them. So my hope is that they hold Deku. I'm really hoping that they hold Deku. But a part of me might feel like he's going to flip it on them and be like, nah, nigga, I am still stronger. And then just heal after that. But my hope is that these niggas show him, like, we not no hoes, bro. Because Bakugo's talking that good shit, bro. He said, come on. Bring it. <laughs> he said, bring it. I'm like, yo, if he pulls out some bro. shit. Nah, you know, you know what? I'm hoping they drop him. You know what would be funny as hell? If that nigga Lumania came out and dropped everybody once again. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> you still not ready. Y'all still with niggas. And that's, a good, Actually, that and that's another good question. Holy crap. I don't know. I don't know if they showed him in the the picture with all these students, uh, but that is another so. question of like, where the fuck is Lemillion and it was just the other big three at? But yo, that'd be mad decent, bro. Like like low yeah. key, like Death was actually like putting in mad work and they like actually struggling. Lemillion just pop up, bro. Right. That nigga, Lay down. Hot, dude. Lay down. But no, I feel like with this fight, I mean, I, I think it's gonna be a fight. I mean, well, I mean, not just. I mean, yes, it's gonna be a fight, but it's gonna be a fight. Like, Deku was, like, yeah. up there now, if you really think about it. So, he, like, some of these Mark. kids, like, at least half a class of 1A is getting put down to a reasonable respect. I mean, half Mark. a class 1A is, is complete trash anyway, so. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but, but, I mean, big respect to them, though, of, like, this this transformation of Bakugo's character. I mean, like, mm. I'm shocked. Like, I hated that nigga at the end. And now to kind of have this flip of him pulling him out of the darkness... I think is way better than like I think it's gonna put him up there for me in terms of of anime rivals now. Where before I was kind of sleeping sure. on him because I feel like that would have maybe even helped the Naruto Sasuke situation a bit if there was a little bit of flip like mm. that. But it was more Naruto constantly trying to pull Sasuke out of right, darkness. Right. So I I love this. I like and I like how he's talking now post time skip. It just seemed he seems confident, but not like a dick. You know, he still had his dick moment with the murder god explosion thing. But, like, in his conversation with Deku, it seemed very, like, brotherly yeah, to me. Uh, so Here's the thing I, that I, I thought dope. of when I saw that nigga uh, started going to the dark zone. Now, I'm not caught up with Attack on Titan. But mm-hmm. based off of the memes and shit I'm seeing, that nigga Aaron, yeah. he's he's completely, like, fucking went off the rails, right? That yeah, nigga, like, Aaron, yeah. He'll yep. give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, it made me think of him drifting off into the Aaron land. And um, that nigga is basically like, right, I'm going to start killing niggas because I'm tired of this shit. In I, a way. I, I think yeah, he's in close. A way, I don't just... think Deku would ever go that far, though, to be real. Um, yeah, I mean, I would put the My Hero context around it. Like, in the My Hero yeah. world, in the context of how they built that story, he's like Aaron a little bit. Like, he's kind of like, yeah, I'm going to carry this all by myself. And I'm going to save the day all by myself. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. And I think that's what All Might was trying to tell him, which was like, hey, nigga, like, I get it. 
I carried the burden of like being the best hero all around, right. but like you don't have to. Right. Like you need to beat this nigga, sure, but you don't have to go like I need to save the day all over again, right. bro. It just it's not working. It's not going to work. Hey, yo, F around, though, now that you mentioned that, it reminded me of the chapter. But, um, yeah, I actually got to give some more big ups to uh, Bakugo, too, for even noticing that. In the sense of, like, wow, you left them mother effers, too, alone together? You know what's going to happen. And he was able to actually psychologically assess that. I was like, damn, thinking about it as a kid? That's mad impressive. <laughs> like, to be able yeah. to literally say that, like, yo, they actually have a toxic hero relationship. I mean, like, that's, like, kind of crazy. That's the crazy thing about Bakugo. Like, just based off of how much of a dick he is, based on his personality, you would think that he's a lot dumber than he actually is. But he's a low-key genius. Yeah. That was, like, very emotionally intelligent for someone like him. I was like, him. Okay. (laughs) Respect, bro. Freaking dumb. I know. And then they're all, like, I don't know, bro. And then Pro Hero's still pissing me off. I'm going to just leave it at that. (laughs) Fucking dare to talk. Like, no, they was big tripping, though. Like, they was big tripping not incorporating them. Like, y'all need all the help you can fucking get. They've already proven in the last arc that they can hold their own. Yes, maybe don't take all of 1A. That's fine. But y'all can definitely take it, like, Bakugo, Shoto. Like, even, um, you can argue some of the people that help with the Giganto Machina stuff. Kirishima. Like, he's a person that you can at least put out. And, like, if he goes into a fight, he's not going to really die. Like, it's hard to kill that nigga in general just based off his power. Like, y'all tripping. Right. And y'all just paired him up with a pro hero that you trust. There it is. Yep. Like, there definitely is, like, little shit going around in the town right now that those people can help with. Like, I was shocked to see that these niggas was just Same. sitting around. And it just pisses me off more about this whole, like, hero society bullshit that they be doing. Because I'm like, these niggas from a whole nother school was walking around. Right. Trying to collect people right. and fight muscular, but you telling me class one A from the best school in the damn city is sitting around on their hands? Like y'all are goofy. And these niggas already got a bunch of real world experience anyway, so it's like Yeah. <laughs> like they've been fighting villains since they enrolled in the goddamn school. Yo, they was tripping big time with that, bro. Mm-hmm. Goofy. Just more goofiness to Endeavor's thing. He might get nominated again off that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> tripping. Well, now I found my. I thought my goofy was gonna be Loki, but after reading this chapter, I found out who it was, and it's the Hero Society again. But anyways, anything else on manga before (laughs) we jump to that? (laughs) All right. So MVPs and goofies, like I said, my goofy is going to the motherfucking Hero Society and my hero, bro. You guys consistently show me that you're run by a bunch of fucking idiots, almost worse than the Jujutsu Kaisen sorcerer community. They just did, weren't prepared for the ghosts they got, but y'all have assets and consistently don't use them. And you guys have people that have shown up as trash and consistently use those trash people. I guarantee Lockdrop is out there fighting something right now. But the class one ain't sitting on their hands when they've consistently caught dubs. Yep. Bakugo's consistently out here catching dubs. Mm-hmm. And they had to convince you to put them in the game? Bro, we're better than some of the top 10 niggas. Like, they can literally argue that at this point. We've done more work than some of the top 10 heroes, bro. Put us in the game, coach. Like, come on. Why are they even asking? I would have just been out there. I'd be like, y'all ain't going to have me sitting in here. Yeah. I'm out, Yo, You bro. didn't need to mention that this nigga Lockdrop was out there fighting niggas. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's facts. You know it's, it's true, It's possible facts. <laughs> you know it's true, though. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then I'm going to toss out my MVP to, I don't really have one, 
Uh, but I'm gonna give it to Slime because I just because Jugger just told me that that first episode dropped, oh. and I've been waiting to, to binge the rest of that. So Slime, Slime Good gets time. it. That time I got reincarnated as Slime Part Two. Let's go. I'm here for it, bro. Let's go. I'm here for it. Um, MVP. I'm think I'm gonna give it to uh, the series in general since it's like fresh for me. Um, for Kaiju Number Eight, um, a lot of characters in there. Plot decent. It's just. All around is just a very decent, just above, just above decent, like decent, just like a decent as hell manga right now, and the flow is going great. It's just, it's just great right now. Um, so definitely big ups to them. Hopefully that stays strong. Uh, let me think. As far as goofy, it's a little, a little tough right now. Low key, I kind of thought who's who's was goofy. I was expecting more than just you know basic. He deserves it. I mean, like he's. <laughs> He's a Luchi he ripoff. Like, it. that was, like, the most, like, we're going to see from him. Yeah, bro. That's good. Fangbuster. <laughs> <Like, laughs> it was just like, wow, that's that's literally all you got. And it's, okay. it's even more sad from the oldest standpoint of, like, bro, once again, this is the arc for the Zoans. And you basically gave me somebody, like, what I was actually, what to me, would have made um, Who's Who more interesting is if he wasn't from CP9 but knew of their moves. Because that's what I was hoping for. And I would have been like, oh, that would have made more interesting because that means we're going to see more characters that can use that shit outside of the Marines. But they was like, no, he's a Marine. I'm like, okay, fine. And then it's like, bro, you did that dumb... Like, you basically just did Rob Lucci's moveset but changed it around with fangs. Like, what? Literally (laughs) it. Literally it. So, yeah. Uh, I'm not getting... These these Zoans aren't giving me anything, bro. It's sad, too. I'm disappointed. One of my favorite fruits. They were one of my favorite fruits. Not anymore. Sad face. But yeah, that's I'm telling you. They're going right there with the Sanji in the trash bin, bro. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> right when the- Sanji sitting there in the Ew. trash bin. Zoan fruits. Ew. Boom, just got shot into the trash bin, bro. I have no hopes or expectations. And like no for hopes, like, anymore, you bro. can't even put like Sanji in the recyclables. Like you hey, might man, be I'm able to, to use him again. I don't I'm know. Try to, I'm... No, Sanji's like he's on the edge of the trash. Like he's peeking out every once in a while. Okay, you might come I'm out, here, but <laughs> I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still you. Still there though. He's still there. He has to do something major to hop out that trash, bro. And right now, that fight versus Queen might be the one that yeah. does it. Or it might not. Right. First, wait, 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 you don't respect like, Queen, though. Huh? But you don't respect Queen, though. So how could that get him out? I don't respect Zoans and especially Queen because she just, like, doubled up so, on it. But I feel like because of her name and notoriety, they might make the fight um, more difficult than the fights we've seen Shanji have so far, which means we might get a new move or him doing something that allows me to put respect on him again. But for right now, Sanji really hasn't... He's like Zoro, but not in a good way. Like, Zoro, he had fights with people that weren't his level, but every time he had those fights, he showed us that, like, I got something in the back pocket. You know what I'm saying? When Sanji had those fights, it was like he lost, kind of. Even though he shouldn't have. Virgo, oh, broke my leg. Like, uh, motherfucking Fishman Island was like, oh, I pull out Hell's Memories, but I pull it out, like, in a joking way. So I'm like... Is, am I supposed to respect the fact that you can casually pull it out now? Or is this nigga that tough that he deserves to get whooped by Hell's Memory? So you just leaving me with this, like, you're still kind of shit thing at the end of it. No Flamingo. That nigga right. straight watching me- low diff. Exactly. Low diff. <laughs> exactly. So what if he ends up one? Well, what if he shame. ends up um, solo dolo and queen, though? 
Uh, like I said, it depends on how the fight goes. Because I, if he beats Queen, I wouldn't be as surprised. It's what he pulls out to beat her that is going to be more important to me than anything. Damn, really? I mean, low-key. I mean, yeah, I'm not, not putting respect on Queen other than the fact that she's still just moving around pretty much casual. And, like, during all this time, hasn't really taken much damage. Mm-hmm. I think that's... So, here's so the, it's like, from that fact alone, and then obviously, yeah. you know, being, like, third in command or whatever, Kaido's crew, if Sanji's able to solo Queen, I would actually have to give big ups on that fact. So just, just to see it on paper, Sanji beat Queen by himself. That'd actually be pretty Yeah, easy. but I mean, you could argue that she did take some damage on the way through, so I, I see that. But my thing is also just, like, if we're at the point where I'm at, at least in my head, which is I feel like Luffy is actually going to be Kaido now, then I can't say that I can't see Zoro or oh, I see what you're saying. Sanji being there. You know what I'm saying? It just automatically pulls them up mm-hmm. to me. So if, if Luffy's about to go back and, and be Kaido 1v1, uh, Sanji and, and Zoro need to get their shit together. Mm, that's so fair. They got to be able to jump up to commanders. Okay. Guess we'll see. All right, what's up, Grant? All right, I'll go ahead and go about my MVPs and goofies. <clears throat> All right. Uh, my MVP should probably be obvious. Thought that this nigga uh, Jimpe, Jimbe, give him the give him the trophy. <laughs> okay. For the flip. <laughs> For the flip, bro. For the flip. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping on martial arts, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. That's true. Um, but uh, for the goofy though, it's hard. It's hard to to come up with one man because it's. I got a couple options. So the, <laughs> so many like America. Um, just for um, just because um, America uh, is probably a hella surprised that we just got beat by Nigeria in basketball. So oh, right. that happened when right. in the Olympics. Damn. Damn. Ex- exhibition match. I no, did. it's not the Olympics. It was an exhibition match. Oh, okay. But but okay. still, like you know, yeah. niggas be thinking in yeah. America, so it's you know invincible or whatever. That's crazy. So right. Like yeah, America, we the goofy. Ooh, that's actually y'all crazy. Be, I, I, I never y'all playing with the wrong country. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> niggas be sleeping. Um, but then yeah. also kind of McGregor because that nigga definitely, um, you know how how much he talks big shit. That nigga just lost last night. Got his fucking leg straight snapped in half. So uh, there was that. Really? And, wow. uh, fuck, I had another. I had another one. Oh, so I actually watched Invisible like a couple weeks ago. Oh, Invisible, <laughs> Mr. Drag, bro. Did you see Battle Beast? Did you get to Battle Beast? I finished that shit. Okay. So, oh, so you see Battle Beast robbed that nigga of his life. He said, "Give me that." Oh, you think you're gonna get mad on me? The rage mode is gonna work. No, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, yeah, I just want to I just want to throw that shit at Mark because uh, oh, I feel like that nigga definitely uh, is much trash. weaker than than he should have been. And, trash. Uh, you know, should just, not be just, out here heroing. Yeah, and just your typical idiotic teenager, man. I feel like he he has a lot of shit that he should have gone through. Bro, he, uh, he gets boxed every fight. Every fight, this nigga they just like, yeah, we got more hands than you. Doo-doo. Like, what was your point? You have Superman powers, no hands, bro. Crazy. Drag. Crazy. Hey, you can blame his Dragon. father, though. That nigga did not train him at all. Like, you can you can train him that is while he doesn't have superpowers with the hopes that he would gain superpowers so he can then apply that, that is true. to to, to having super strength and shit like that. But nah, bro. Yeah. And I would think if he was training him to be, like, a super soldier for whatever, like, because at the end when he got the powers, he was like, all right, cool, I'm going to convince him to join us. So I'm like, 
I guess I would still train him for that aspect, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like there wasn't enough indoctrination going on with his dad. And then he was surprised that the dude didn't want to join him. I was like, bro, you probably should have started, like, seasoning the hate a little bit earlier. So then by this age, because at teenage age, we're all just impressionable. And we right. usually just kind of align with the people we, you know, see as, like, yeah, yeah. leaders or mentors at that time. Yeah. So he's probably looking up to his dad at that point. So if he had seasoned it right, he probably could have just got him to come over without any of the 100%. bullshit that he did. I but, think it's a good thing that he didn't, yeah. though, because the nigga was still pretty trash. So if his father would have, you know, true. let's say if he completely um, <laughs> wiped true. out the whole planet and brought his son over back to his, his community with him, they would be like, yo, this nigga weak as hell. Uh, we don't like weakness over here. Right? That nigga Murdered. <laughs> Murder him, bro. So it was actually no, a good you know move that he didn't uh, end up trying to trying to go back with his dad. Mm. Right. Talking about, I see my wife as a cat. Ooh, oh, yeah, bro. bro. <laughs> Damn, like, what's the respect? <laughs> that was crazy, yeah, bro. Give, that should no the fuck, entire bro. community. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like the love I feel for like a cat or something. I was like, yo. I mean, but thing is, though, <laughs> is, though, you having sex with a cat? That's true, right? That's true. <laughs> Bestiality at its finest. Mm. Alright, well it looks like that is it for this episode of the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on all of our social media channels. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. We will catch y'all in the next episode and probably catch y'all next Sunday for a chapter review live stream. So, see y'all then. Alright, until next time. Peace!